0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Um, given the major change in your work situation this week, um, any time things change dramatically, it it gets way harder. You know, if you get into a little bit, of, even even a little bit of a routine around being present and mindful. Um, it is often connected to a routine. And so if the routine is shifted, um, it gets much harder. And people report this a lot when they go on vacation. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to have all this time. I'll really be able to be mindful and completely forget. Uh, because everything's so different and you're kind of engaged in like, what am I doing now? And, and so the the mind is not in its normal routine of its normal choices, and it, it it has a little more potentially a little more activity that it's doing around the other choices it's making, and that that can uh, be conditioned for it being a little harder to be mindful. So that's that's pretty normal for that to happen. Um, you know, it 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 one thing you, you mentioned feeling a little bit of you know almost happiness for the shift of not working maybe at that particular place. Um, um, or maybe at all, <laughs> um, but um, it would be interesting to just be curious because I imagine this is something. So, is it something? Is this something that's going to be um, affecting your life uh, for a long time going forward, or is it a temporary thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, given that you know, it's this is a change that's kind of uncertain. There's some uncertainty in there. It could be interesting to just be curious about how you are with that. I mean, this is huge content that has landed on you. This is big content that's landed on you. And um, to, um, you know, just kind of take the big picture of, well, how am I with this? Um, Do I feel happy or sad or confused or nervous? Or, you know, so there's a lot of things that might be going on in there. And to just give yourself a chance to kind of touch into... You know, how does this content affect me? How does this situation of of there being such a major change in my work life, how does that how does it land? How does it ripple in in my experience? Um you know, that that might be more um relevant to what your mind is actually interested in than uh trying to be mindful of popcorn or, you know, something Uh, eating or standing or drinking tea or anything because it's a big change and so i think your mind is probably interested in that in some fashion it may be afraid of it it may be it may be um kind of excited but you know that there i think there is something about that that might be um interesting to look at um and then you know the other piece you talked about is kind of like um uh, what would I be doing if I wasn't on retreat? Kind of like having a, I should be doing certain things, given that I'm on this retreat. And there's a little bit, I suggested a little bit of simplification, you know, do I need to be doing this? Uh, but at the same time, you know, the, the simplification is just meant to help support you in Not getting caught in some habitual ways. So, you know, I I often think of simplification in terms of not necessarily um, listening to the radio in the car or um, spending more, spending as much time on the computer as we might for you know at a normal time so um but but the daily life practice is really about seeing is it possible and it is possible but how is it possible and can the the mindfulness just begin to kind of go along for the ride in our daily lives living our lives and and seeing if the mindfulness can kind of come along for the ride and the the kind of just the moments of mindfulness returning you know, that's a good place to kind of get a taste of that as as you maybe begin to just... And, and that's actually maybe what I'd suggest f- for you, uh, rather than any kind of trying to um, sustain mindfulness, just seeing if you can really attune to that moment of mindfulness returning and then forget about mindfulness it's like just that moment oh it's back oh i'm walking across the street and here it is and this didn't take any effort and oh i'm picking up a glass and wow i'm aware and it that didn't take any effort so just just noticing that moment and seeing how the mindfulness just kind of it's like the light goes on in a room you're in the same room but you can see things in a new way and so it's kind of like that with the mindfulness. To to and, and if you just explore that that just that very light moment of of the mindfulness returning. But that you know that is it's um, it, it takes some time. It takes a little bit of uh, um, intention to keep trying with that. But but I'd, I'd encourage that. Like just live your life and notice where those moments happen, and um and and see what happens when you notice that. Then there was another piece you mentioned, let's see, that day. Um, so there was that, the, the question around why do we do anything? And somebody earlier in the week reporting that they were eating something and sitting outside and that they found themselves standing up and had no idea why. And that kind of led to this question for you. It was kind of like, well, why do we do anything? And this is a huge question. I mean, this is, this is like central to our lives, um, and a lot of the reasons why we do things most before we meet this practice is because it's conditioned, because it's habit, because it's what we've done before. And so it kind of can have that, that sense of, like, when we start seeing that we're just kind of doing things out of habit, there can be a little bit of almost a depression or, or something, um, you know, like... What's the point almost, a little bit of that kind of flavor um, because we feel like um we're at the mercy of our minds, we're at the mercy of our habits, we're at the mercy of what's happened to us in the past, and yet this is where mindfulness is so powerful, and the the that moment of recognizing so you know in the in the thing that's happening briefly through the day you might at times begin to see and we've talked a little bit about seeing the intention to do something and uh, in that moment you might also be aware of a little bit of the reason in the moment of why you're doing it you know I talked about the what versus why earlier in the week Um, but the um, you know not the not the like the historical reasons why but the in the moment reason why you know sometimes there's just a little bit of a of a boredom and an urge to do something to entertain ourselves or um or there's an unpleasantness and a desire to get away from that unpleasantness. Or we think about or hear. I can't count the m- number of times I've, I've heard something like, you know, on the radio about, I don't know, coffee. And it's like, oh, coffee. I want coffee. <laughs> you know, so we hear something and we think about something pleasant and then we want to go for it. Um, and so we, we can start to see that, that impulse and what's connected to it. And, and the Buddha points to that moment of seeing that you know, in that moment of seeing that, we can choose in a way what we do. We, we have some choice. There is an agency. And when we see and when we can recognize that um, we're getting ready to act out of just old conditioned habits and patterns, and maybe, you know, it's like, well, you know, maybe I don't want to do that again. Or maybe I do. You know, maybe we can see. Actually, yeah, that one's that one. That pattern is actually helping me. I'm I'm happy to do that one, Um, but we have a choice. You know, there's there's a choice. And the when I talked, I think it was last night. I talked about kind of the way the practice works. Seeing the the kind of the when we see in the moment that intention and and an accompanying motivation. um, When we see that with mindfulness, we begin to get the sense. Through seeing the motivation with mindfulness, we, we get the feeling our our body our our system begins to to point out to us which ones are helpful and which ones are not helpful and so then we start kind of orienting more towards intentions that are so much more resonant to our being, you know intentions out of love and compassion and generosity rather than our habits and patterns of, yeah, we just do this because we've done it a lot in, our, in the past. And so that question of why do we do things, actually, if you can turn that question to a real curiosity, that will serve you.